uh, something just happened and uh, where you're at, uh, at the border there, somewhere uh, with to do with Algerian guards. Can you tell our viewers, listeners uh, everywhere around the world what's happening over there next to you? Yeah, we, do. we just had a, a tragic incident happen in Saidia, where I live. Right now, I'm actually broadcasting from Oujda, which is the biggest city in eastern Morocco. It's right on the Algerian border. And uh, it's maybe 40 miles or so from here uh, to, to the Mediterranean. And you get to the Mediterranean and you're there at the corner uh, of Morocco where it meets Algeria. And so that's where I live in Saidia, Morocco, which is this border town on the Mediterranean. And the river Kiss, a very romantic name for the river, divides the Morocco from Algeria. And the Morocco side has one of the best world's greatest beaches uh, in Saidia. So it's a huge uh, recreational destination. And what just happened uh, on Thursday was four Moroccan French kids. I think three of them have French citizenship and, and one uh, was had lived in France but didn't have the citizenship. We're out uh, running jet skis and jet skiing around in front of the beach where I swim every day. Right. And they ran out of fuel, apparently. And the currents washed them over towards Algeria into Algerian coastal waters. And then they were approached by an Algerian patrol boat which shot first and asked questions later, uh, killing two of these kids. And apparently one of the kids ended up in Algerian custody, and one of them was, you know, they shot him, and they, these, you know, a couple of them ended up left for dead floating in the water. And the third one, they, maybe they thought he was dead, but he ended up being able to swim back to Morocco. So at least that's the version that sounds the most plausible to me so far. There, there were a couple of conflicting versions of how this all played out. And, of course, the Algerians are putting out a complete BS version. Uh, but right now, you know, people here are just completely outraged about this. You know, the Algerians pretend that they're the friends of the Palestinians, and yet they're shooting these kids on jet skis pretty much the same way that Israel shoots Palestinian kids. And it's, it's, it's just uh, disgusting and shocking, and you know, especially this is happening, like, right at the beach where I go swimming every day. What do you think that's caused by? Just uh, uber nationalism, stupidity? What is that? You know, Algeria has psychological problems, you know? And I, I mean, I, I, I cheered for Algeria. And I'm, I'm a fan of, of, of Algeria in a certain sense in their revolution against the French. My whole my Moroccan in-laws helped the Algerians win their independence. There's this whole group of people here in Oujda, Morocco, who were instrumental in helping Algeria win its independence at the cost of a million lives back in the 1950s and early 1960s. But I think that ex experience of being colonized and culturally genocided by France for 130 years and then losing a million people in their war for independence really psychologically traumatized Algerians. They had their culture erased. Suddenly, like by the time they won their independence, the French had basically destroyed all Arabic language education in Algeria. And, you know, most of the religious culture, you know, it wasn't quite as bad as what Ataturk did to Turkey culturally, but it was close. And so Algeria suffered horribly from this, you know, this genocidal French occupation for 130 years. And they've got serious problems. You know, uh, they their war heroes, their revolutionary heroes got quickly pushed aside and they've been a corrupt, brutal military dictatorship. Ever since, with these scumbags who take vast piles of money from Algeria's wealth of, uh, of gas and energy resources, put that money in Swiss bank accounts. 
And so these total scumbags, just like this, you know, this these these Ali Bongo types in Africa who steal their uh, mineral wealth and put it in Swiss bank accounts and live high on the hog and then use whatever level of brutality they need to stay in power. That's become the kind of leadership Algeria has at the top of its military. And, you know, they, they murdered hundreds of thousands of their own people in the 1990s. There was a democratic transition movement happening, an Islamic democratic movement in Algeria in the 1990s. They, they won the elections with like 80% of the vote and the military thugs just started massacring them. They massacred whole villages. They massacred whole neighborhoods. Um, and they ended up killing hundreds of thousands of people. And then they attributed a lot of this. They claimed that these were supposed Islamic terrorists doing the killing, when in fact it was the pro-Islam neighborhoods and villages that were being massacred by the Algerian government death squads. So this is the kind of government they've got in Algeria. And this government in Algeria has been supporting this totally phony movement for independence of the Sahara. You know, it's like, yeah, right, you want to create a country with, of 80,000 people you know, in the middle of nowhere? Uh, yeah, right. each of those 80,000 people would be extremely rich if you did that, but they would have no sovereignty. They'd be totally controlled by the rich, bigger countries that are stealing their energy resources and then handing checks to the 80,000 Sahrawis. So, of course, those 80,000 Sahrawis are, yeah, we'll be, we'll be millionaires and never have to work again, so we'll pretend that we have some kind of independence movement. So there's this completely phony Sahara independence movement that's been created by Algeria because they want to steal even more resources. These corrupt thugs want even more. Uh, they want phosphates to add to their largesse from their energy resources. And then they brainwashed a lot of well-meaning people around the world into believing that this is some kind of legitimate national liberation movement, which it isn't. The Sahara is totally Moroccan. So the Algerian government has, like, they're traumatized, they're messed up, they're corrupt, they're nasty, uh, they're brutal. And so they do things like giving the orders, giving orders to have their troops uh, murder kids on jet skis. You know, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. Is this, the, is this the symptom of humanity or is this just another thuggish, greedy, profiteering group of people that are just raping and pillaging their own people? Pretty much that. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody in the Algerian government is 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 that bad. I mean, it's like any other place. You know, you're going to have a mix of, of people, of course. But the overall tenor of the leading authority in Algeria has been really bad and really corrupt. Uh and it's not so much the people, right? But, you know, they, they get away with so much in Algeria that you have to wonder why the Algerian people put up with it. Well, I guess because they kill hundreds of thousands when the Algerian people try to vote them out of power. Uh, but still, you know, like, for instance, during the World Cup, when Morocco had this amazing World Cup run and went all the way to the quarterfinals, the whole world was cheering for Morocco, right. especially the Islamic oh. world and especially Africa. But in Algeria, right. the TV refused to cover Morocco winning these games. They, they covered it up. They just didn't even Why? broadcast it Why? because they're insane. They're, I mean, they're, you know, they're, I think their regime has managed to make this sort of anti-Moroccan thing a pillar of their identity. And so they, you know, they're, and they're jealous, I think, also because Algeria has tons and tons and tons of natural wealth from all of this oil. Yes. And, and and so they're living, and ancient, you know, ancient beautiful culture too, right? I mean, it is. It's it's it, well, it's the same culture as Morocco. It's right. <laughs> there's really no reason why you should even have two different countries here. But uh, right. the trouble, but but 
they, I think there's a certain jealousy. I think, you know, Morocco was never culturally genocided by France and it was able to get its independence relatively peacefully. And for that reason, Moroccans were not really traumatized. And they, Morocco has managed to do pretty well, despite way less in the way of natural endowments than Algeria has. And I think some of the leaders in Algeria are jealous. And then they're using, like, you know, whipping up hatred of Morocco to, you know, use the scapegoating technique to keep themselves in power and try to, you know, create a phony Algerian nationalism. Because there's that, you know, the basis for Algerian nationalism is so weak because, again, they were culturally genocided. So they had to, like, totally start from square one. Nobody knew any Arabic, and now they had to try to come back to saying we're Arabs and let's teach ourselves Arabic in the schools and stuff. So, I mean, I don't mean to be mean to them. I feel sorry for them. Algeria's had such a tough time, and there's been a lot of heroism in Algeria, you know, fighting back right. against this cultural genocide, too. But it's just they, they should not stand for having their troops going out and shooting kids on jet skis.